Hello, and thank you for joining us once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast. I am your host and author of the piece you're about to hear, The Grey Knight. You can call me Jack. Hi. (sighs) It's the end of summer. It's the beginning of fall. And speaking of fall, we have a little bit of a dark tale for you today. A tale of perhaps a fallen entity. It's going to be a little bit of fun for those of you who have not experienced it before, and it is one of the most requested things I've gotten year after year. The name of the piece is Incubus, and I hope you enjoy. Oh, look at you, trying to resist me. That's adorable. I don't think it's going to work for you very well, though. No. I don't think that's going to work very well for you at all. You see, resistance requires energy. And I don't know if you have enough in you to keep it going. Fun thing, though. We're going to find out either way, aren't we? (laughs) Oh, no, 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 don't pout. You're prettier when you frown. Mm. 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 I wonder if you could, if you could reach up your hands and ring them around my neck. If you could strangle me right now, would you? Are you sure? Are you certain? Are you positive? Huh? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think you like the attention. I think you like it just fine. I think you like to be tortured. I think you like to be pushed. Yes. That's exactly what I think. This must be very difficult for you. Why can't you raise a hand against me? You are just sitting there in bed. I am taunting you. You hate me. You loathe me. I can feel it. I can smell it all over you. (laughs) So why? Haven't you? Why haven't you tried? Oh, you are, aren't you? You're doing it now. I can feel it good. Good. But in your hands, they just can't rise. It's like they're glued to the mattress. It's like you're pinned all the way down. Can I tell you a story? It's a very tragic story, but it does have a very happy ending. At least, I think it does. (laughs) It's a story about a spirit. Mm. A spirit who was just sort of stuck. You see, There was a time where there were a lot more spirits around. And then, well, something we don't like to talk about happened, and 
off most of us went. Those who didn't, they had a choice. They could go ahead and blink in and out. They could join their friends in the other places, or they could stay here in the world. Those who stayed, well, they had to have their run of the roost, the best of both worlds, in and out through the veil, one moment a spirit, the next corporeal. Oh, it was really quite something. One day, one of the most charming, intelligent, capable of these spirits found that they could no longer make their way through. The door was there as it always was, but it wasn't going to open. And things get even more tragic from here, you see. In addition to not being able to open the door, the world this spirit was in kept getting more crowded and smaller. Literally and physically, you see. The door wasn't just a door. It's a gateway, but it's also a home, a touchstone, a battery, if you would. And, well, how to say this, but the battery's juice started to run down. The spirit could at one time simply go anywhere in antiquity. Oh, they were still bound here, of course, but they could still travel boat by the sun, sometimes by even their own will. <sighs> the battery began to wear down, and as it did, there wasn't as much space. So first, the spirit was forced into smaller and smaller portions of the world. And then, eventually, he was just sort of stuck, stuck in one finite place. You wouldn't know anything about how that feels, would you? Huh? Anyway, the spirit went to sleep. Death is not exactly possible, even with a body. So, the doorway, cave, became its home. It's simply forced to rest in it. And after a while, so, so lonely, and so, so hungry, the spirit went to sleep. But then, what day, there was a noise. Turns out, people had started to move into the mountains. Mm. And better yet, even though times had changed a great, great deal, the spirit had seen enough places, enough cities, 
he knew exactly what he was looking at. Little mansions, little beers, little vacation homes, toys, toys for the board. The spirit knows a little something about boredom, of course, so they got excited. Eventually, somebody came close, close enough, and saw the poor, emaciated thing. Mm. And they felt such sorrow for it, such empathy. There it was, writhing on the ground. Help me, help me. The spirit might look like a small child at this particular moment. At least, that's what the stories say. And then, as the concerned person came closer, the spirit finally understood. Hmm. They understood what they'd been missing, of course. They understood what they had been hungering for, and they got just enough of a taste to make them want it again, make them wake up. Oh, but it wasn't enough, not by half. Oh. Eventually, the cottages grew out, the houses came in and more development. The spirit learned the rhythm. They would go with the snow, come back in with the spring. Then they would all be happy for a little while, very entertained. But a few weeks would go by and the old habits would raise their ugly, ugly little heads. And the board would go wandering. Isn't it funny? The spirit thought time and time again. The only thing that keeps a person safe is other people. And yet, here was a steady string, a steady fucking drip of people who not only moved away from each other, but then moved into little enclaves with each other and still stand one another long enough to just survive. No, they'd go out in the woods one by one. Problem is, they kept getting wiser. Enough people go missing, and you realize that maybe the woods are dangerous. Mm. So the spirit, well, he had to take a different tact. You see, the closer the spirit is to someone, and the more emotion that they feel, the more that they can feed him, the more that they are pungent, the more that they can give. And that just means 
that they are delectable. That just means that they are a tree of virgin. Imagine it, if you could, being that close to something so delicious that you can taste and you can chew and you can have all the way through. But then you have to stop. Oh, you can't actually have it all the way through. Oh, you can only have so much of it, you see. You can only have enough of it, you know, so you can't let anyone know, you see. So you have to take them out. You have to remove them. Remove yourself from them. You can't have it, no matter how delicious it is. I mean, boo-hoo, am I right? <sighs> but, but, if the spirit could just toy with them a little, if the spirit could just eat enough of them to send them back in a daze, that would work out just fine, too. And then they'd come back. Again, and again, and again, and again, but the spirit found something new. And that was very, very nice. After such a long life, it is hard to find something new. And yet, here it was. Oh. them after. They'd forget it. They'd forget it all. It's some combination of the two, you see. Opening them up and taking it out and putting something else back in. They never suspected it. Not only did they not suspect it, they started to come back. Time and time again. Year after year. Mm. I suppose it's time now to tell you your role in all this. Your very special role. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes. You see, you, you, you are the one that I get to send. You're the little lamb that always makes it home from the woods. You keep coming back to my den. Mm. I have been a child for you. I have been an old woman. I have been a lost prospector. I have been 
a dozen faces to you, and you follow them all into the mouth of darkness. Sometimes I'm certain you simply must remember me and that it's all just a game to you too, but no. You can't fake what's in your eyes. The fear, the doubt, and then the anger. No, it's something else. You just enjoy what comes after the torture so much. You seek it out again and again. Ah, oh, again. <laughs> Your body is still entirely immobile. Even as I raise a finger up and down it, I still don't feel anything. Mm. No. Just the heat. Just the need. Mm, 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 mm. You hate it. You hate how much you want this, don't you? Don't you? <laughs> Tell me to stop and I'll give you the good part. Tell me to stop and I'll give you the part that you really, 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 really want. I can do it. I can do it. Just say the word. Just say the word. Say that you'll be mine and I will make it happen. Say it. 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 Are you alright? Oh. Oh no. Oh, gosh, what's happened to you here? No, no, everything's fine. Uh-uh. No, I wouldn't worry about that at all. Just looks like you took a little spill. Here, let me get my hand under your head. Oh, gentle. Easy. There we are. <laughs> it's okay. Uh-uh. Everything is going to be fine. My name? Well, I'm Henry. Nice to meet you. What's yours? Well, that's a very nice name. Doesn't seem like you have a concussion. Pleased to meet you. <laughs> No, I'm just enjoying meeting you, even though it's a very strange situation. It's a little bit Little Red Riding Hood, you know, except uh, seems to be a cave instead of a wolf. Say, do you don't happen to know how you got in here, do you? No, you don't remember anything. <laughs> that is very, very odd. Oh. I was just out looking around for something, feeling a little bit peckish, and then I saw the mouth of the cave and thought I'd explore. You know, it's funny, I'd, I'd actually been around here for quite some time, and, well, I've never seen a mouth to this cave before. It's like it just appeared. But, well, that doesn't make any sense, does it? <laughs> 
Oh, I'm so glad you like my laugh. And my voice. And how it changes for you. I like that very much myself. Oh, you poor thing. You really do seem to be just a little bit out of it. It's okay. <laughs> mm -mm. You're moving a little fast for me, but it's okay. I, I am your rescuer. I am so big and strong and strapping. Mm. <laughs> well, that's quite a coincidence. I like your hand on my chest. I like it too. Very much. Do you wonder if there's hair on that chest? Oh. Do you wonder if it matches the hair on my head? You do. And I'm just so curious. What color do you think the hair on my head is? <laughs> Why, yes. You're exactly right. That is the color of my hair. And don't you think it matches my eyes as well? Just look right into them and say what color you think they are. Uh-huh. That's exactly the color of my eyes. Good. You are so observant. Mm-hmm. It does feel a little strange. And it does feel a little sudden, but I'm also very attracted to you. How curious. Well, if you don't think it's moving too fast, and I don't think it's moving too fast, I guess, I guess we could just get a little bit closer here in this cave. Hmm. almost as good as you smell and you smell so good mm. 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 you don't mind if I take a closer look do you oh I just want to make sure that you're not damaged in any way there's all sorts of things that can happen to you when you're out alone in the woods and I just want to make sure that none of them did before I found you oh you're so helpful look at how well you unbuttoned from me I didn't even have to ask oh don't be shy now that's fine that's just fine I did want to see more of you. Oh. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it very, very much after all. You see, 
I want what's inside of you. Mm -hmm. I want to be there inside you, right where it is. You don't think that's too forward, do you? Uh-uh, shake your head with me. Uh-uh. You like it, don't you? You always wanted a big strapping man to tell you this sort of thing, didn't you? Uh-huh, you did. That's right. Oh, yes. Yes, your breasts are very lovely. They're the first thing I noticed as you started undressing. They're so very attractive. Here, let me place a kiss or two on them to show you. I love them. Right there. Right there. See how much I enjoy them? They're your favorite part of you, I see. So I think that they're very, very attractive as well. Oh my, oh my, oh my. And you're getting so aroused. <laughs> oh no. I don't think it's bad that you're not blushing. I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> Excuse me, I seem to have lost myself for a second there. <sighs> anyway, where was I? Oh, that's right. Right about here. Right about hooking my fingers into your panties. Wasn't I? Mmm. I'm so, so honored that you took my hands by the wrist and put them there. Uh-huh. You sure did. Mmm. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, look at that. Look at how eager you are to get them off. It's okay. Shh, it's okay. We don't have to tell anybody anything about what happened here today, do we? I mean, you might even be more embarrassed than watching me touch your pussy right now while looking you right in your eyes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Just look at how swollen that clit is. And you wouldn't want to tell anybody about that, would you? How somebody found you in a cave, and how you just wanted to throw yourself at them? Didn't even know why? Oh, that would be so embarrassing. Everyone would think you were a slut. And you don't want that, do you? No. No, of course not. You, you want to be cherished, don't you? You want to be adored. You want the man of your dreams to think you're his queen, don't you? So it's okay if we don't tell anyone about the way my fingers are moving in 
and out of your pussy. Or the fact that you're raising your hips up to meet them. That you're raising your hips up to meet them. Like that. What a strange detail that would be. Especially since you keep saying fuck me. Fuck me. Fuck me. The way that you keep asking how could any, any creature on this earth deny you. So strange. What was that? Mm -hmm. I promise that you were asking for it. That's why my fingers are inside your pussy right now, aren't they? Ooh, let's just swirl them around a little. There we go. Don't you remember? Don't you remember asking me to make you mine? See? I knew that would make you feel the familiarity of it. And there we are. It's okay. Shh, it's okay. Shh, quiet now. Quiet. I understand you. I understand you. They never would, though. I understand that you've earned this, that you need this, my fingers working you closer and closer. I understand it. I understand it, but they never would, so you can never tell them, can you? Can you? Can you? No, you have to be mine. All mine. You have to be mine. You have to be mine. You have to be mine. All mine. You have to be mine. You have to be mine, 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 mine. Ah. Uh. Come on, come on, what do you want to be called, what do you want to be called, come for me, I'll call you anything, what do you want to be called, come for me, oh, yes you are, and I promise you I'm telling you the truth right now, you are the most beautiful, beautiful woman I have ever laid my eyes on. You are beautiful. Now come for me. Come for me. Come for me. Come for me. Mm. Oh. You did such a good job. Mm -mm. Oh, I don't mean to be absent-minded. I was just checking on something real quick. Don't. You worry your pretty little head over it. Okay? Mm -hmm. Isn't it strange? Don't you think it's strange? That you've been here for hours and hours now? Maybe days? When did you come here? Do you remember? Uh-uh. Yes. Hours. And hours and hours have passed since your last orgasm. Uh-huh. That's why your pussy is aching so much. Can't you feel it? Can't you feel the need? You've been stuck with me for this long and I still haven't fucked you. It's driving you insane. You feel like a teenager again. You feel like you can't handle it. In fact, you've actually been very, very rude to me the way that you've tried to jump me so often. 
Oh no! Don't cry! Don't cry! Crying never helped anything. Now did it? Uh uh. No, it's just a further example of. Well, I'm sorry to say this. What a slut for me you are, and how trying to explain this to anyone just wouldn't make sense. No, I promise I'll forgive you for this. I don't want you to think of me that way, but I do have to say, as I pull out my cock, that I do hope we can move past this. Don't you love my cock? Tell me, how big is it? No, no, don't give me dimensions. No. Show me with your hands. Show me. That big? Well, that's exactly the size that I am. You are so good. Oh, look at that. Look at that smile. It's right back on your face. Oh goodness. Is that smile because I'm pushing my cock into you? Is it? Is it? Oh, good, good. I want my perfectly sized cock right inside you. Oh, do you feel it? It feels so good. Right into your pussy. Mm. Do you feel how hard I am for you? Oh, you're gonna make me come. Oh yes, you are. You're gonna make me come so good. Mm.
So pleasing. Oh, here's the complete package. Oh, oh I'm tied it up. Oh, tied it up for me. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, I love how you give me anything. I love how you give me anything. Yes. that pussy, the way your head tilts back, the way your body shakes, you are so alluring. Oh, yes, you are.
Here's hoping you think so, too. Uh, 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 <laughs> well, you poor thing. You look positively spent. Aren't you tired? My voice? Why, this is the voice I've always had. This was always my voice, wasn't it, 
That's right. Good girl. <laughs> oh. See, the way the story ends is about a man who was traveling for a very long time, but he couldn't get back home. He knew where it was, he just couldn't seem to get across the threshold. And then, after a very, very, very long time of not looking, he found an answer. You see, the door to his home, it was battery powered, and he just needed to give it enough energy. And then he could open the door. He could go back home and meet all of his old friends again. And then he could tell them what he had learned.